Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you to you for tuning in, wherever the hell you at. Thank you to super producer and host Dave Shepard. He's holding it down for us in New York City. Man, we've had a busy night already. We've been hanging out with you for one hour. Obviously, a lot of calls, a lot of thoughts on the indefinite suspension of Draymond Green as we continue on with the show. We've talked about Bill Belichick. He might look like he's out the door permanently in New England. We'll find out sooner than later. An hour from now, I'm going to give you a new top six list. We're going to go ahead and uh, take a look at some of the biggest Cinderella stories in sports. And then we got Ben Roethlisberger and also Cam Newton. They're doing a lot of chiming in on some of the, uh, the active players, active quarterbacks in the NFL. This is Giannis Atetokounmpo. Now, this is, this is pretty interesting. I've been watching this game throughout the course of the night. And there was one. So let, let me give you some stats. And what Giannis is chasing after. Who the hell is he going after? Damn, he angry. Didn't seem like they gave him the game ball, which started everything. Well, there was a beef early in the show. Well, first, let me give a, let's give people some context here. Giannis Atetokounmpo just scored the most points ever. In Milwaukee Bucks history, Giannis had 64 points tonight. Earlier this year, not in this season, but earlier this year, Giannis had 55 points. In 2006, Michael Red had 57 points. Giannis finishes tonight with 64 points, and the Milwaukee Bucks beat the Pacers in Milwaukee 140 to 126. Giannis was 20 of 28 from the field. Giannis, think about this. He was locked in from the free throw line. Giannis knocked down 24 of 32 free throws. That's a lot of time to go to the free throw line. 14 rebounds, but Giannis with a uh, Bucks single season career high, 64 points. As Giannis kind of jets back onto the court, he's yelling at Lloyd Pierce right now. Shep, you're saying, and he's also yelling at Tyrese Halliburton. There was a point earlier in the game where Giannis had a tech called on him, 
for uh, bumping Tyrese Halliburton. And as of right now in the back of the arena, oh, man. I've, I've never seen anything like this, JR. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, pretty who's, sure. Who's, who's that uh, he used to play for? But he's played on a bunch of teams. It, he's, he's inactive right now. Montrezl Harrell? No, he, he looks like Montrez. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. But Giannis jetted to the back after the game. And there's, there's a crowd of, of inactive players from the Bucks and the Pacers who are just kind of yelling at each other in the back. Giannis jetted to the back. Security tried to hold him back. But now Giannis, after running back out onto the court, he is uh, now calm. He was yelling at uh, a Pierce, the former Hawks coach, now an assistant with the Pacers, and also a Halliburton. Giannis seems to have calmed down just met with his team in the huddle and it appears that he's getting ready to do a post-game interview right now uh, with the, the local Bally sports in Milwaukee. Yeah. We're going to find out why Giannis was so ticked off, but there was certainly a, a lot of beef going on there in the back. And so 64 points, a Milwaukee bucks, a single player high that best Michael reds, 57 points in 2006 uh, Brandon Jennings in 2009 had 55. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in 1971 had 55. Giannis says, uh, I can do better. Giannis Atetokounmpo with 64 points tonight. And the Bucks beat the Pacers 140 to 126. Giannis is talking now, and we'll find out what the hell is going on. We got a lot of callers on the line, a lot of thoughts, uh, a lot of opinions on Draymond. We're going to go ahead and do that. We're going to hear from some of these opinions by Ben Roethlisberger and then also Cam Newton. They got a lot to say for, uh, I don't want to say retired. I don't think Cam Newton is formally retired. We know Ben Roethlisberger didn't want to go, but we'll hear from them as well before we get to the top six list in about an hour from now. Jay Crowder, by the way, JR. I'm sorry, that was That was, Jay, I don't know why I thought that was Montrezl Harrell. That was Jay Crowder in, in, yeah, in the Jay tunnel. Crowder. Right. Yeah, that's why I said they look two black right. guys with locks. Well, that don't play. What well, am I supposed to do? Well, right? you can say that. I can't. <laughs> well, I can say it. It's just two, two black guys with locks, and they don't, they don't play. So there we have it. Nicole is calling from Baltimore. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Nicole? Good evening, JR and Shep. I hope you guys are having a great evening. Thank you. Um, What's up? Draymond Green should be ejected forever. He is a just as everybody, not everybody, but most people feel a liability. When you watch basketball, you're looking for competitiveness, you're looking for fun, you want to see, you know, a particular spirit in these players, and you see it in most players. Draymond has been out of control for too long, and I don't know about you, but I don't know any job where you can be ejected. 18 times or nine or I don't know how many times it's been. I just, I lose, I lose count. But I'm saying you can't be ejected 18 times and still have a job. To have a job that you can make $400,000 in four years and that not be the guiding light for how you actually, you know, proceed in your career is ridiculous. That means that he is not in control of his emotions and he absolutely needs to sit down because when you have a player who will hit his own teammate when he hit Jordan Poole I almost lost my mind because it was so 
just over the top and, and unnecessary. When he actually flailed his arms and did this hit to this guy last night, I thought, how many times is the NBA going to allow this one player to injure so many different players and not be sued? Because well, I think the players should get together and sue the NBA because this is neg- uh, negligence on that, their part. To yeah, know that this well, guy has all, this many... Uh, okay, Nicole. Oh, thank you. I just I, I wanted to make sure you got it all out, but we, we can't go on forever now. Oh, okay. You okay? <laughs> okay. All righty. Thank you so much for calling from Baltimore. No problem. Appreciate you. Yeah, I mean, well, Draymond is a part of the union just like everybody else. So I I don't know if we're going to go as far as seeing uh, the players, you know, banding together to get Draymond out of the league. I don't think it's that damn serious. If anything, somebody can clock him one good time, and I don't think that'll solve a lot. 855-212-4CBS. If you've missed the, the conversation last hour, you can hit rewind on the free Odyssey app. I said if you really want to punish Draymond, He's 33 years old. He's on a four-year deal, uh, $100 million. You want to punish him real good? Send him to the Pistons. They lost their 21st consecutive game tonight. Steph, calling from Alameda out in Cali. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR. Am I on your show? You're live on the show. You're talking to the whole North America. What's up? All of North America. I just want to say how much I enjoy your show, and I'm always learning from you, and I want to thank you for that. I just want to say I realize this is a stretch, but I think a good lawyer could come up with a cause of action against Draymond Green on behalf of the Golden State Warriors because he's violating his contract. He signed up to show up to play, and because of his negligence, he's not there. And that's causing the Warriors a lot of damage and a lot of money and uh, well, I think, I, I, think I, I don't know if you necessarily or maybe you would need a lawyer. I don't know if it would be worth the fight, especially because of, of how much the organization has enabled him. It, it, they could probably at some point say, hey, your contract, we, we got to rip this up because of uh, because of your behavior. Is it a fight that they want? Do they want that fight with the Players Association? No, I don't necessarily know if it'll be worth it. Uh, it might be an easier road at some point just to say we, we got to ship him out and move him. I think that would be easier than, uh, you know, fighting. And, and, and it sets a precedent. It goes beyond a Draymond Green. For all of the success that the Warriors have had over the past six, seven, eight years, you could say 10 years overall, uh, it, it, it would be a real bad look as they start to rebuild. It would send a real bad message to, to other potential free agents. And I also got to be honest here, and thank you, Steph, for calling from Alameda. I'm going to go into a, a, another element. We, we've all heard about Shohei Otani and his $700 million deal. Uh, we've heard now that the, from the Giants, the, the San Francisco Giants have said it out of their own damn mouth that, hey, one of the reasons, and Buster Posey said it, and we've had it kind of doubled down by a few other folks, one of the reasons – not necessarily from Otani, but by quote-unquote people in his camp. One of the reasons that he didn't take the deal from the Giants was that there were concerns about, like, crime and and, and concerns about the environment out in in San Francisco. And if you've been in San Francisco, personally, I think it's one of the most beautiful cities. It has one of the most beautiful landscapes that we have here. I I don't want to even say in America. It's one of the most beautiful cities I've seen on earth. 
I ain't been everywhere on earth, okay? I ain't sat down on Tabletop Mountain in South Africa. I have seen Hong Kong. I've, I've seen a lot, man. Hong Kong is absolutely beautiful. But here in the United States of America, when you think about just the, the, the landscape of San Francisco, you know, building the city, and then you go outside the city, and you, you get towards the farms and the vineyards, and there, there's something special about this city. But if you've ever taken a walk down the Tenderloin, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I don't know if you want to Google it or not, San Francisco done been punched in the gut uh, like a lot of places here all over North America. And if you want to think about the Warriors, yeah, uh, you know, suing a player is, is one way to kind of send a message to other teams, or not other teams, but other players and agents saying, do we, do we want to go here? Yeah, the Warriors were good, but now they're rebuilding. And remember that time they, they, they tried to get all that money back from Draymond? Do I want to do that? Do I want to deal with the taxes? The Bay Area is expensive. Do I want to live there? I sure as hell don't want to live downtown. Oh, yeah, that's right. The arena is downtown. It, don't, don't give people another reason. The Warriors may have enough issues into the future in uh, trying to pull things together. And, hell, what do I know? Maybe they'll have the biggest, uh, you know, bounce back ever if they can pull this together. I just think what we've seen from uh, Draymond Green and what we've seen with uh, Clay Thompson, I think we've seen the best of it already. It's sad. It really is. 855-212-4CBS. James is calling from Modesto out in Cali. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, James? Hey, what's up, JR? Thanks for taking my call. Thank hey, you. I deliver to San Francisco almost every day, man. It's filthy where I go. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I do, I go to some bad spots, man. It's filthy. But uh, what I want to yeah. hear real quick, yeah, what I want to hear real quick is on the Raiders. I've been listening to a lot of content and uh, people talking about New England and, uh, you know, uh, Bilicek going to the Raiders. I don't want Bilicek over there. I'm done with that Patriot way. We tried that. Uh, AP, I love AP to, to death, man. But you know, Antonio he's Pierce. Mine. Yeah, Antonio Pierce. Okay. Uh, I love him to death, man. He, he, he's really got that defense pumped up, and they're playing hard for him. But he's not an offensive mind. Uh, we need to get an offensive mind in there and not build. Yeah, I didn't say that. I, I was yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, you were getting ready to, so I had to tell you anyway. No. Watch your damn mouth. No. Okay, all right, brother. But they want to sell the ship, ship, to uh, get you know a good draft pick, and uh, you know they 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 can't do that either, man. I mean they need to just stay where they are. They need to stay where they are. James, and James. there's going to be a quarterback coming. James, to there's six, there's six good James. quarterbacks. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm going to say this, and I'm going to hang up. Just giving you a heads up. What they need uh-huh. to do is get rid of the owner. That's it, okay? And they can't. You got a couple billion sitting around? That's what they need to do, but they can't. Do they need a new head coach? Yeah, probably. They need a dude at the top who's selecting people. That's what they need better. 855-212-4CBS. Perry's calling from California. Hey, Perry, you got to turn the radio down. Hello? Yeah, you have to turn the radio down, Perry. Am I on? You have to turn the radio off. Okay. Okay. I felt like I was talking to a five-year-old, unfortunately. 
Like, turn it down. Am I on? Down. Turn it off. Maybe he's rolling around in San Francisco. Maybe he needs some help. I don't know. Hello? That's <laughs> funny stuff. Brian is calling from South Carolina. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead, Brian. Hey, JR. How you uh, doing? I spoke, I'm good, man. I spoke to you uh, a little while ago about the Draymond situation. And as I said back then, Draymond was good for the Golden State Warriors and not good for no one else. His uh, time has expired, and he will no longer be a viable option for them to be contended in this uh, championship arena. I don't know how he can uh, continue to uh, just punch people in the mouth, choke everybody out, and continue to be important and integral to their success. I I, I agree with you, Brian. We'll say, okay, is I should have played baseball because surely your title just got seven hundred million. Well, can you throw? Can you throw the baseball? No, I can't throw it. I think. Oh I well, then you 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 not getting his money. Oh my! Everybody's so angry tonight. Thank you, Brian, for calling from South Carolina. I'm watching the Brooklyn Nets and uh in the in the Suns. And even Devin Booker is over here yelling at the Brooklyn Nets a bench. You know what? As long as people aren't punching each other in the mouth, I, I'm all here for a little aggression in the NBA. Uh, the Nets are currently leading over the Suns 109 uh, to 104, about four minutes left in the game. And how about this? This is a little bit of a shock and surprise, if you would think so. Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, and Devin Booker are playing at the same time. In the same game, I should say. Hell has frozen over. The biggest Durant news of the night. Has to- I'm sorry, Chef. No, that's like the biggest news of the night. That's like that's like breaking news considering everything that's been going on. Yeah, well, Kevin Durant has 23 points coming off of uh, last game. Didn't play with the sprained ankle last night. Uh, everybody's uh, favorite uh, uh, punching bag, Nurkic, has 15. Bradley Beal, 14. Devin Booker has 32. Take a look at the Brooklyn Nets leading the way. Cam Thomas, 22. Mikhail Bridges, 21. Cam Johnson, 15. A little bit of a, of a coming home for, uh, you know, Bridges and Johnson. So I'm sure they want to go out there and show out in Phoenix against their old team. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Peanuts calling from San Diego. What's going on, JR? So, yeah, um... That Draymond, I hear a lot of people saying mental health, but typically mental health shows off the field as well, not just on the field. So that's one point right there. But the thing about Belichick and um, Kraft, I think Kraft's going to let him sit around until he gets that uh, Don Shula record. And um, just to be real quick, last thing I heard you say earlier about Cinderella stories, I'm going to throw Kurt Warner in there from going from bagging groceries to arena football to MVPs and Super Bowls. And Alex Smith from coming back from that brutal injury that he had to play the game again. You know what I mean? But shout out to you and Chef, man. You guys holding it down, and I appreciate you guys every night, brother. All right. Thank you, Peanut, for calling from San Diego. Paul is here from Toronto. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, what's going on, JR? Love the show. Appreciate the content. Uh, been a longtime listener. Uh, just my uh, two cents on the whole Draymond situation. Um, you're right. I think you should punish him by just sending him to the Pistons or, you know, bring him up here north of the border. I really want to uh, 
the Warriors really want to punish him, they should bring him up here and just won't win anything for a while. And uh, yeah, I, I'm just curious to know what you what you think. Uh, how many games he might think it's uh, that you might think he uh, might need to be suspended for? Yeah, uh, I, I, know, I, I know Mello. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, I said this. I said this last hour. If, if I want to go ahead and and, and take a look at, at I, I think he's going to be gone probably until January 1st. Carmelo Anthony got 15 games for that fight. I know what yeah, you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. Denver Nuggets and the New York Knicks uh, throwing a whole lot of hands. I, I just think he's going to be gone until probably after, at or around the the New Year. So, uh, give yeah, him some time. No, yeah, no, makes sense. I could see that, and uh, yeah, and hopefully the Canadian boy Wiggins steps up because he's been dog crap uh, for for the for a while right well, now. So, uh, Warriors mean, are just sucking from every angle, unfortunately. Yeah, following the championship, we know that he's, yeah. he's kind of been yeah. MIA and. and, and dealing and with I his dad wa- and i just wanted to squeeze this in before you before you guys cut me off bell uh bill belichick uh a beautiful opportunity la chargers i think it's gonna happen it just makes too much sense so i, I know he's gonna want to break that record so hopefully that works out and yeah uh, hey. uh a new change for him on the rise thanks again yeah. i appreciate your show love well, it thank bye. you paul for calling from toronto yeah well belichick would certainly have a quarterback you know by then justin herbert will be back from his broken finger so uh, look, the the Chargers have had everything, but uh, somebody to lead the way. I mean, we we've seen Lynn blow games, we've seen Staley blow games. Obviously, against Jacksonville, up twenty-seven to seven. Yeah, maybe a coach would do a little bit of something out in L.A. Not a nice, uh, not a bad change of scenery if you're Belichick as well. It's the JR Sport Re Show here on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to take a break. Yeah, the Patriots, their their time, that dynasty is done, overcooked. It's been done. Uh, for I, I would say more than four or five years when, when Tom Brady left and uh, Ben Roethlisberger he thinks things are done in Pittsburgh and Cam Newton well Cam Newton just thinks there's a bunch of QBs running around that ain't what people think they are we're going to hear from Ben Roethlisberger we'll hear from Cam Newton uh, two QBs I guess they're not playing and miserable we'll hear from them on the other side on CBS Sports Radio the JR Sport Brief Show you're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're always on point, man. Uh, I could be having a rough day after on your show, and it just brightens the whole day up, man. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. 855 212 4CBS. It's 855 212 4CBS. Yeah, a lot of news about Draymond Green and his indefinite suspension. I told you that tonight Giannis Antetokounmpo uh, leading the Milwaukee Bucks over the Indiana Pacers. Giannis had a record for the Milwaukee Bucks, 64 points. A franchise record, 64 points tonight by Giannis Antetokounmpo. The Bucks go over the Pacers, the final score, 140 to 126. And yes, it, it does appear Giannis was upset, as, as Shep mentioned, uh, after the Pacers took the record-breaking 
game ball. We'll, we'll find out some details there. Uh, pretty pretty wild stuff. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. The game was kind of chippy throughout. Bobby Portis getting into it uh, with Obi Toppin momentarily. Giannis uh, fouling uh, Halliburton early in the game, garnering a, a tech. And so we'll, we'll get into that a little bit more. Uh, I, I did mention this as well. We, we talked about Bill Belichick. You know, there's a lot of rumors swirling up in Boston already uh, reported by NBC Boston that at the end of the season, Bill Belichick is going to be done and that the decision has already been made by owner Robert Kraft. And then time will tell what happens with Bill Belichick. Is he going to try to join an established team with some players and a quarterback like the Chargers or is he going to decide to hang them up? I don't think he's going to disappear. He's a football lifer, but then also at the same time, who can read the mind of of Bill Belichick? We'll have to find out sooner than later. Uh, He was asked about this today, and every response from Bill Belichick was on to Kansas City. I'm thinking about Kansas City, and we've gotten this from him in the past. So you can never read the mind of uh, Bill Belichick as he, you know, might be without a team. Now, there are two quarterbacks without teams right now. And I don't think we'll ever see them. One I know we will never see him play in the NFL. And I think I'm pretty confident in saying the same about this other dude. And that's Ben Roethlisberger. He's done. He ain't coming back. And that's Cam Newton. I think he is also done. And I think he's also cooked. Now, because this is 2023, ask Draymond Green. Everybody has a podcast. Everybody has an opinion. Everybody has a thought. And when you can no longer step out onto the court or the field and play anymore, make some money. Why not share your perspective on your podcast? And so that's what Ben Roethlisberger has done, especially now that the Steelers, let's be real, they're in the dumps. No, they're not complete ass. They're not complete trash. But the offense has no life. I mean, we got to watch Trubisky instead of Kenny Pickett because of that high uh, ankle sprain. Mike Tomlin is now a punching bag uh, because of the the Steelers' lack of creativity on the offensive side of the ball to execute even after getting rid of Canada. And so they're 7-6. and They just lost to those crap New England Patriots 21-18. And Ben Roethlisberger sat down on his football and podcast, and he basically said, Steelers? Oh, it looks like they lost their way. Where's the leadership? Listen to Roethlisberger. I know that I'm retired. I just don't, you know, I'm not in the locker room. I get it. But it just feels like that. It just feels like that's something that's kind of been lost on this team a little bit. It feels like the Steeler way is just not. Listen, you've got some great leaders on defense. Don't get me wrong. Um, but Cam you know, and TJ and Minka, but, but you've got two sides of a football that's what I'm saying. It's just a team. Yeah, who's who is that guy? Who is that guy? If it's not the quarterback, because obviously that is that is just mm-hmm. it's a variable right now. Yeah. Who's that guy? You don't have it on offense. I mean, you can bring a veteran football player in. Okay, Mason Cole, um, um, Isaac. I mean, you could bring guys in that are veterans, but they're not. Just because they're a veteran football player doesn't mean that they're a Steeler. Like they know mm-hmm. what it is to be a Pittsburgh Steeler. Um, you know, when I left, I was kind of the last guard there obviously like Pouncey left the year before Dave left like those guys left and it was like I was the last one there was such an age gap for me and everybody else on offense that there just wasn't that Steeler tradition passed down and I just you have it on defense don't get me wrong but you don't have it on offense right now 
Well, yeah, I mean, well, he, he can talk about being one of the last dudes to kind of walk out of the door. When Ben Roethlisberger got into the NFL, it, he, fortunately for him, he was able to rely on my, my main man, uh, Heinz Ward, and then also Jerome Bettis. We know he's the youngest quarterback to ever go out there. And when a Super Bowl and as his career went on, he was able to, quote unquote, air that ball out. But when he started, it was all ground and pound. And the way the NFL has evolved, I mean, the Steelers ain't going to have success if they're just out there, you know, grounding teams, you know, down into the, the grass. And so they have to throw the ball. And if you got to look at somebody like Kenny Pickett, who in his, his short career, two seasons, not even two full seasons, 13 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. I know he's a hometown dude, but that ain't going to cut it. And it's real surprising to hear Ben Roethlisberger just uh, criticize the team like this publicly, but then also uh, talk about Mike Tomlin. Uh, he, he was not shy in talking about his usage of timeouts. I'm sure Mike Tomlin isn't necessarily a fan of that. And for Ben Roethlisberger talking about leadership for the Steelers, I guess there's sour grapes uh, on his exit from the team and them wanting to move on. And so now he's critical of them. I mean, if Ben Roethlisberger wanted to showcase a little bit of leadership for the Steelers, then uh, then maybe he'd have some conversations privately, or maybe he's just upset. And he's not the only quarterback, as I mentioned, with a little bit of, uh, I think, sour grapes. Cam Newton, come on, man. This is another quarterback who ain't playing with a show. He was on his own show, fourth and one with Cam Newton, and he was asked about some of the uh, – the recent crop of QBs, and just listen to what Cam Newton started off. He wanted to name some great QBs, and then he kind of, I think, put his foot in his mouth. Listen to this. Mar Jackson, obviously Patrick Mahomes, Dak Prescott, Brack Parody, like, but Brock, let's, they're not winning because of him. He's not turning the ball over. He's managing the game. And if we were to put that in its own right as game managers. Brock, Parody, Tua Tonga Valoa, Jared Goff, and really Dak Prescott. Mm. These are game managers. They're, they're not difference makers. And when you say game manager, I'm not asking you to go out and win the game. I'm just asking you not to lose. Not to lose the game. I don't give a damn what you do. You don't have to score every time. You just don't have to throw a pick every time either. If we're going to really call a spade a spade, a game manager is different than a game changer. Oh, man, it, there's a lot of mixed up words in there, man. Come on. Dak Prescott, the last time I looked, he is, well, I think it's Tua. They're, they're kind of neck and neck there. These guys are leading the league in passing. If, if I got to look at Brock Birdie, 25 touchdowns to seven interceptions for a team that's 10 and three. Dak Prescott has entered into the MVP conversation, is almost throwing touchdowns at a ridiculous rate right now, 28 of them, 3,500 yards passing. Tua Tonga Valoa, oh, yeah, it's nice to throw the ball to Tyreek Hill. He has 24 touchdowns, the Dolphins are 9-4, and and I know the Lions ain't looking all that hot right now. Uh, Jared Goff, almost 3,500 yards passing himself to go along with 21 TDs. Am I going to put Jared Goff in the same space as Brock Purdy or Dak Prescott or Tua? No, I'm not. A a game manager is just floating by. I mean, everybody ain't running around being the ultimate game changer in Patrick Mahomes. These are, that's a Hall of Fame level talent. 
But to say that Brock Purdy, and yes, he got a lot of weapons. He has probably the best weapons in the NFL. It's a benefit to him. But to say he's just a game manager, how many games does he have to go out there and throw three touchdowns with no turnovers and four touchdowns with no turnovers before he gets the respect that he deserves? And yes, Dak has been a a punching bag for years. Can he get over the hump now in the Super Bowl? Let's hope to see. And we know Cam Newton, solid career, okay? The man helped take the Panthers to a Super Bowl. And then I also saw Cam Newton afraid to fall on a fumble in the Super Bowl. I also saw him whine and cry after a Super Bowl. And so for as good as he was, man, some of these dudes are putting up numbers and will have better careers than he had. And what is he going to call them, game managers then? Like, just don't put your foot in your mouth. Are they at the level of a Mahomes? Are they MVP award winners? No, they're not. But to call them only game managers, that's not fair. That's not fair. And Brock Purdy, oh, yeah, by the way, the last I looked, Brock Purdy is 23 years old. He might have a better career than Cam Newton. Ask me in a year. Oh, damn it, ask me in a couple of months. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We're going to get to your calls. And then, speaking of all these uh, quarterbacks, I don't know, Zach Wilson, I guess he's not a game manager. He's just a bum. And then there's that other quarterback in New York, that Tommy DeVito guy. How about Wilson and DeVito won awards in the same week? I didn't know who Tommy DeVito was a few weeks ago. This is wild stuff. We'll talk about it. We'll get to the top six at the top of the hour. I'll get to your calls as well in a few minutes. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR, how's it going? I uh, love listening to your show. Uh, I drink a brewski and listen to you every night after work. Helps me unwind. Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. Well, thank you, man. Have a brewski or two or three or four on my behalf, only if you're at home. Don't drink no beer if you outside. And if you outside, don't drink and drive. Get a Uber, get a Lyft, something like that. But if you in your house, have a beer for me. And not one of those beers that are just like water. Don't don't do that. It's that stuff called uh, a Miller Lite. Don't have that. Drink a real one. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. And about 15 minutes from now, I'm going to share with you a new top six list. We're going to take a look at some of the biggest Cinderella athlete stories that we've ever seen in the world of sports. That top six list is coming uh, momentarily. Before we went to break, we we heard from Ben Roethlisberger uh, talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers saying the Steelers way might be done with the current crop of players, especially on the offensive side of the ball, that they're not showing any leadership like when he was there. And then we heard from Cam Newton, who decided to take a crap on Brock Purdy, Dak Prescott, Tua Tonga-Valoa, and Jared Goff and say that they are game managers and not game changers. I think if he waits a few months, let's get through the postseason, uh, I'd be interested to hear what he says if Purdy, Dak, or Tua, and or Goff 
also go out there and uh, maybe make some game-changing plays. I think the odds might be high and then also likely. And speaking of high and likely, this is unlikely. This week, the NFC and AFC Offensive Players of the Week are quarterbacks for the New York Jets and Giants. And no, it's not Aaron Rodgers and Daniel Jones. It's Tommy DeVito and Zach Wilson. Am I smoking something? No, not today, not tonight. But the fact is, Zach Wilson and the New York Jets beat Houston 30-6. to Zach Wilson throws for 301 yards. He also goes out there and has two touchdowns. He's Offensive Player of the Week. And this is a guy who was benched. He was given the boot. And Zach Wilson, he's not stupid. He decided to give love or show love to his whole team. Listen to Zach Wilson. Yeah, I think it's exciting. Like I said to you guys, uh, I think it's really a testament to this offense. And, you know, we've, we've been going through it, obviously. And um, momentum was a thing for us in that game. And, you know, I just thought it was really cool. Everyone kind of rebounded. So I think that's something we all get to share. And, um, you know, it felt good to, to have that flow as an offense and to, to score points and, and do what we expect to do every week. So, Yeah, well, whatever. Jet season can't end soon enough. Aaron Rodgers can't get healthy soon enough. I don't think he needs to play this year. And good luck with Zach Wilson as the New York Jets probably trade him at the end of the season for a bag of chips. And Tommy DeVito, trust me, we're going to talk more about him as the show uh, goes on. I I, I do want to address this. I told you also, Giannis Antetokounmpo tonight, a career high, a franchise record high for the Milwaukee Bucks. 64 points. Giannis was 20 of 28 from the field. He was 24 of 32 from the free throw line. He had 14 rebounds, four steals, three assists, and a block. Giannis played out of his mind. Now, that's not to say that this game was not chippy. 140 to 126, the Bucks beat the Pacers. There was a point in time where Giannis bumped Tyrese Halliburton down to the ground. There was another point in time where Nesmith from Aaron Nesmith from the Pacers, knocked Giannis to the ground. Bobby Portis was out here beefing uh, with Obi Toppin. And then at the end of the game, we saw Giannis absolutely lose his mind. And why did Giannis lose his mind? We had no audio because the game ended, and Giannis darted straight to the locker room. They tried to grab him. There was a beef and a little bit of uh, arguing in the back. Giannis comes back onto the court, and now he's yelling at Tyrese Halliburton. A Lloyd Pierce assistant coach for the Pacers is trying to settle things down, and then Giannis calmed down. And we got word via Chris Haynes that one of the reasons that Giannis, or the main reason that Giannis was so ticked off, is that the Pacers tried to take the game ball to the back. And why did the Pacers try to take the game ball? The explanation to Chris Haynes was that the Pacers wanted the ball for Oscar Shibwe, the rookie who scored one point at the free throw line. That's why the Pacers reportedly want the ball. The Bucs were able to get the ball back. And so I could care less. As long as Giannis and these guys are beefing for the next bunch of years, I'm fine with it. We don't need people to be friends. 
Giannis spoke after the game, after he calmed down. They didn't ask him about the ball, but this is how the conversation went on Bally. Giannis, when you signed that contract extension and even before then, you've talked a lot about what the city of Milwaukee means to you. How does it feel to get this type of franchise record on home court in front of these fans? Oh, man, uh, it's a great feeling. It's a great feeling, you know, uh, being able to, you know, do, do it. Uh, As, as much as I can, you know, I, I, try, I, try, I try to play basketball for the, for the right reason. I try to play basketball to win, I try to play basketball to uh, help my teammates be great, you know. Uh, but at the end of the day, being able to uh, break this record in front of the fans here um, in this stadium, it's a great feeling too. 64 points tonight for Giannis. Michael Red was the previous uh, franchise record holder at 57 points. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, his high with the team was 55 points. And so Giannis holds that franchise record, 64 points tonight. Uh, Pretty cool to see him, 24 of 32 from the free throw line. It's nuts. Giannis went to the free throw line 32 times. The Indiana Pacers, as a team, went to the free throw line 32 times. Uh, Damian Lillard, if you care how he did, 21 points tonight, 2 of 8 from deep. I guess they're still trying to figure it out. Won't matter too much if Giannis scores 64 points every game. But, yeah, not not happening. Highly unlikely. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We've talked about Draymond and his indefinite suspension. We've talked about Bill Belichick. It's been reported that Robert Kraft is done with him and has made his decision to let him go at the end of the year. Let's see. We've heard from Ben Roethlisberger. He thinks the Steeler way is done. And then we heard from Cam Newton. He thinks a lot of quarterbacks, current active quarterbacks, guys who might be in the MVP race, who might win a Super Bowl, he thinks guys like Purdy and Dak and Tua, he thinks that they're just game managers. And then we just heard from Zach Wilson, who just miraculously won AFC Offensive Player of the Week. That'll look nice on his resume. What we're going to do on the other side when we come back, I'm going to give you a top six list. And I think you might know where we're going. We're going to take a look at some of the biggest Cinderella athlete stories that sports has ever seen. It's a new top six list on the other side of the break here on CBS Sports Radio, the JR Sport Brief Show. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.